oh my gosh it is so beautiful i am obsessed Welcome to Live Label Free, the podcast, where you'll learn to let go of limiting labels and embrace your unique brain. As my mom says so beautifully in her song, is a heavy load to carry. which is why on this podcast, you'll learn the scientific links between neurodiversity and eating disorders, giving you a deeper understanding of how you can face your fears and become truly free. Together, you and me, we will keep putting one foot in front of the other. Hello, hello, and welcome or welcome back to the Live Label Free podcast, or if you are watching on YouTube, welcome to my YouTube channel, and if you are listening to the podcast, I highly recommend you come on over to YouTube and see me talking and see me visually, because this is the first time I've created a video, like an actual video format of me being visually (laughs) seeable in a long, long time. And that's because today is a very special occasion. And that's because I have a very special announcement. And that is, that's my cookbook, Nourishing Neurodiversity, Simple Recipes to Nurture Your Body and Mind is finally here. And I am so, so, so excited that my cookbook is finally here because this This cookbook has been a long time in the making. Lots of unforeseen obstacles and changes and tweaks that had to happen. Um, And I mean, this this cookbook is is my baby. (laughs) Um, And if you do follow me on Instagram or subscribe to my newsletter or really listen to any of my past podcast episodes or listen to any of my past YouTube videos, you know I'm also writing another book right now, my memoir, which is coming out in a few months. I actually just got the manuscript back from my editor, so that's hopefully going to come soon too. Um, But I actually, the reason why I wanted to record a podcast episode, record a video um, with this cookbook is that I actually want to read the, um, the introduction to you. I'm kind of explaining why I wrote this book, what this book is all about, um, who, who's it for, you know, um, so that you can kind of get an idea of me and my story and um, kind of get a literal taste of this cookbook and, and what it entails and to see if um, it's something that you may want to have in your kitchen or that could be helpful for you. Um, so yeah, this, this cookbook has um, all the recipes in this book are vegan, gluten-free, soy-free, and nut-free because I know that a lot of neurodivergent individuals um, struggle with sensory preferences or intolerances or um, allergies, um, and this is kind of all going to be explained in the intro, um, kind of what you can expect from this book. So without further ado, let's just get into reading the intro. All right, here we go. Let me just find it. Go to that page. Oh my god, I'm like... I'm so excited. These are the um, table of contents. So these are all the different recipes. We have a basic section. We have breakfast bowls. We have 
productive toast. <laughs> we have single serve cakes. We have a savory section, we have sweets, and I'll kind of explain um, all the different recipes in a moment. And also, if you want to learn more about this book and actually get a list of all the different recipes that are in this book, um, you can go to my website, go to my website page, Nourishing Neurodiversity. Um, I will link that in the description below um, so that you can learn more about this book. But anyways, let's start by reading the introduction. Alrighty. To be honest, I don't think I have ever followed a recipe from a cookbook before. In fact, I don't think I've ever followed a recipe, period. So why on earth did I write a cookbook? Because it's the single book I would follow a recipe from. And not just because they're my own recipes, but because they're your recipes too. I explain what I mean below, but first, a little about me. Growing up, I was an incredibly picky eater. From the moment I could eat solid food until the age of 11, my diet consisted almost solely of sugary cereal in the morning, a bagel with cream cheese or a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch, and macaroni and cheese with chicken nuggets and broccoli for dinner. Luckily, I wasn't too picky in the dessert department though. I acquired a love for baking around the age of seven, whipping up endless cookies, brownies, and cakes then selling them along with lemonade in front of my house. To this day, my dad says those lemonade stands and bake sales were the start of my entrepreneurial journey. I even sold my symmetrical rainbow drawings at one point too. In fifth grade, I started learning about nutrition. My whole class would also be assessed on fitness capabilities starting that year. My literal thinking and perfectionistic mindset caused me to take each and every health recommendation to the deepest point in my heart, as I believed I would jeopardize my well-being if I didn't. I became obsessed with food, exercise, and everything that had to do with health. At the age of 11, I was diagnosed with anorexia and depression. In the years that followed, I was forced in and out of treatment. I would act as the perfect patient during my stay, then spiral back into my routine ways as soon as I was released. I secretly exercised, hid food, manipulated my weight, and told my therapists what I knew they wanted to hear. It wasn't until I walked all the way home from an inpatient clinic in the middle of the night that one of the so-called best psychiatrists in the country said the words that almost ended my life. You're just going to have to accept the fact that you're never going to get better. I was tossed out of the treatment system with the labels too complex, manipulative, and non-compliant, among others. The day I was given up on was also the day I lost all hope. Up until that time, treatment had been a game for me. I had done everything to manipulate the system, simply wanting to prove that no one could tell me what to do. But now, there was no more manipulation that could be done. I'm sorry, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting a bit emotional here. I had been given up on. How was I supposed to rebel against that? I continued to struggle for several years after that discouraging statement. Part of me wanted to recover and believed a better life was possible, while a seemingly stronger part of me couldn't let go of the rituals and routines that made me feel safe. Motivated by a desire to recover while being held back by the familiarity of my disorder, I started a recovery Instagram account. No one in my direct environment understood what I was going through, and I was desperate for connection. 
I craved support and understanding and believed I would find it if I started opening up in the same way other accounts were. Every day I posted on Instagram. I showed my deepest, darkest thoughts in elaborate captions underneath pictures of my culinary creations. It was during this time that my passion for food was relit. As I continued to evolve on my journey towards full recovery from an eating disorder, I learned more about food and what it really meant to eat healthily. It didn't mean restricting food to food groups or even striving for balance. It meant living aligned with my unique body and its needs. It meant living label-free. Almost a decade after being diagnosed with an eating disorder, I discovered I'm autistic. If my journey to recovery from an eating disorder was like baking a cake, my autism discovery was the cherry on top. It allowed me to embrace myself fully without needing to fight the very things every eating disorder professional told me to get rid of. It allowed me to nourish my body without judgment. It allowed me to create and share recipes with pride rather than fear. Ever since my autism discovery, my passion for neurodiversity and nutrition continues to grow. Understanding how the mind and gut are connected and how you can improve your mental health by supporting your physical health fascinates me beyond words. Learning how tailoring your intake to your specific needs and preferences can amplify your quality of life astounds me beyond belief. And most importantly, embracing the label-free lifestyle, a lifestyle in which I can be the most authentic version of myself, has taught me how joyful life can be. Through the following recipes, I hope to inspire and empower you and your loved ones to live and love that life. Although I do not follow any specific diet or labeled lifestyle, all of the recipes in this book are 100% vegan, gluten-free, soy-free, and nut-free. Many neurodivergent individuals are sensitive or intolerant to specific foods, so I have strived to accommodate all lifestyles to the best of my knowledge and ability. You will also find executive functioning tips and health information throughout, as I believe nourishment starts with awareness of yourself and how your body works. Lastly, every recipe in this book can be customized to fit your unique needs. I can't follow most recipes, or rather, I won't follow most recipes because there's often an aspect I don't agree with. Either an ingredient I don't have on hand, a step that's too complicated, or a texture that clashes with my personal preferences. For this reason, you will find arrows with suggestions for recipe-specific substitutions, as well as notes on how to customize the recipes to align with your needs. Here's to nourishing neurodiversity. Exo, live. Aw, just... That reading that just makes me so happy. So yes, um, as I was saying earlier, um, this book is divided into five different sections. So we have a section um, titled Basics. So you'll find basically, basically you'll find all of the basic recipes and ingredients that I pretty much make every week or every month. They're just always have in my kitchen. Um, we have a section titled breakfast bowls, so think different oatmeal recipes, pudding recipes, we've got a creamy sweet potato breakfast bowl, that's only three ingredients by the way, we've got a pumpkin pie breakfast bowl, that's also only three ingredients, um, we've got different smoothie bowl recipes, we've got different porridge recipes that are um, gluten free, we've got productive toast, and you're probably thinking like what the actual heck is productive toast, well I have a whole chapter in my book 
what is productive toast? <laughs> um, and explaining why it's productive. Um, I've got a, a section called single, so of cakes, so think pancakes, mug cakes. I mean, I have been told that I am the mug cake queen um, back when I showed recipes on Instagram. So um, you're definitely not gonna wanna miss these. Um, and we've got some waffle recipes too. Um, We've got a savory section, or savory, or however people like to say that. Um, we've got chili. We've got um, a steel-cut um, like dinner oatmeal recipe, I guess. We've got soups. We've got a vegan meatloaf recipe. We've got lasagna. We've got curries. We've got three-ingredient pizzas. We've got stews, um, and so much more. Last but not least, we've got sweets, muffins. Um, I, I'm gonna need to show you the, show you the picture of my carrot loaf cake um, because my carrot loaf cake is my signature. Ah, I, I can't find it. I'm trying to I'm trying to find it. Come on, book. Um, carrot loaf cake. This is the bomb.com recipe. I make it for all my birthdays. I make it for any kind of celebration. It is such a delicious recipe. Um, and it has like a really easy coconut creamy coconut frosting to go with it. We've also got um, sweet potato brownies. We've got more loaves. We've got more muffins. We've got bliss balls. We've got chocolate chip cookies made with really unique ingredients. This book is basically the recipe book, the cookbook for neurodivergent individuals um, because it's filled with a ton of specific tips that support your gut health. Um, all the recipes are tailorable customizable to your unique sensory preferences. Um, and like I read in the introduction, I mean, I hate recipes because I don't like to be told what to do. There's like often part of the recipe where I'm like, oh no, don't even make me deal with this. But this recipe book is basically your guide to making your own recipes yours so that you can find recipes and you can find a way of eating that matches your lifestyle and supports your unique, unique brain and your also your unique body, obviously. So if you want to buy my cookbook, you can um, go to my website. It's available as an ebook or as you can see, a paperback. Um, and if you want the paperback version, you do have to order it on Amazon, but it's available worldwide in every country. So just go to your Amazon and research nourishing neurodiversity, or you can go to my website. Like I said, I'll link the um, book details in the description below, and you can either purchase the ebook or the paperback version. And I am so, so, so excited for you to get your hands on this and for you to get your own copy. Um, and if you do make any of the recipes in this book, please do, please do spread the love um, and either tag me on Instagram at livelabelfree or send me an email with a picture of your beautiful creation at livelabelfree at gmail.com and I cannot wait to see your remakes of the recipes in Nourishing No Diversity. Thank you so, so much for sticking with me on this, for your patience, for your support. Um, and yeah, I'm just so excited for this cookbook and for all the other books that are to come. All right, I'll see you in the next video, or if you're listening to the podcast, I'll chat with you in the next episode. Bye-bye for now. Just one foot in front of the other And you'll see around the corner soon This podcast has been recorded by your host, Liv. This podcast has been edited by my wonderful friend, Dharma, and the beautiful song, 
one foot in front of the other that you were now listening to was written and recorded by my beautiful mom, Louise Alexandra. I am so grateful for my team and everyone who supports Live Label Free. Together, we are always stronger.